Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hello and welcome to the latest edition of the Believe in Duke podcast. I am Steve Wiseman, the Duke beat writer for the Raleigh News and Observer. Joined today by, uh, joined as always, by the landlord, Sheldon Williams, talking Duke basketball. Sheldon, how are you today out on the West Coast? I'm good. I'm good. I'm out here, like you said, on the West Coast. Uh, for some reason, I keep bringing rain wherever I go. So, you know, Atlanta's raining all the time. Look at my hair, it's raining out here too. So I'm thinking, you know, maybe I get some, some good L.A. sunshine and things like that. But that is not the case. <laughs> it never rains in Southern California, I was yeah, told. Yeah, whoever wrote that song, yeah. they didn't understand or they didn't live in L.A. for a full year. So <laughs> it does happen. It does happen. So um, uh, to remind everybody that the Believe in Duke podcast is sponsored by Bet Online. They've been our sponsor for a long time. We appreciate them. Uh, this week, we got a couple games to talk about. Um, Duke's got a big game uh, on Saturday uh, coming up here against Clemson. Uh, Clemson's leading the ACC. They're undefeated. They're undefeated at home. Um, huge game coming up for the Blue Devils uh, down at Clemson, which is probably not something we thought at the start of the year, but hey, this is the reality. Uh, we also didn't think the pit game would be huge, and it was. Uh, and Duke played really well in that game. We'll talk about also the win over Boston College. Uh, Sheldon, just your initial thoughts first, quickly on on you know how the team bounced back from that that you know embarrassing loss at NC State by twenty four to to win the two close games against Pitt and and BC. Yeah, when uh after the game, I found out that uh it was it's kind of an interesting note. Uh, interesting note. Uh, it was like you know this over the last twenty five seasons, you know Duke has only lost you know six regular season games by twenty points or more, and the game after you know Duke is six and zero in the game after those type games. Obviously, <laughs> you know with Duke you know getting blown out, especially on TV like that, you know it's going to be a big bounce back game. But they go into uh, Boston College with you know more of a I guess uh, fire underneath their their belt a little bit, uh, kind of you know, not not as much as I wanted it to be because it's still Boston College is still a yeah, ACC is still a good team and everything, and they had the game pretty much under control for most of the game until about I want to say, shoot, what was it like about eight minutes left to go in the game, something like that, where they can't even yeah. tie the game up and it was kind of back and forth in a dog fight. Yep. And yep. the fact that what I saw during that game, the last eight minute stretch, you know, a lot of things weren't going our way. I mean, we turned the ball over, I think it was 17 times. Uh, a lot of times, especially in the last eight minutes, we were seeing, you know, turnovers and it kind of went either way for back and forth for a while for the last couple of minutes and everything where we got a, our offense rebound, then we get a bounce off our foot, goes out of bounds and goes out of the way. Yeah. And then they come down and it's, it, it was just back and forth. And the way the game was going, it was just a little bit, a little bit different, a little bit odd and how most games finish. Yeah. But the fact that we stood into that game and we kind of made sure that we kept fighting, I was seeing that 
And that's something that I didn't see against the uh, at, at uh, NC State. Right. And the fact that we were still fighting, we were still competing, our body language looked a lot better during those crucial times of the last eight minutes of the Boston College game versus kind of shoulders sunk and heads a little bit down, you know, at the NC State game. For sure. And, you know, Kyle Filipowski made the big play at the end of uh, the BC game. To, he got a, you know, Ryan Young tried a shot. It's after BC took the lead. Filipowski got the offensive rebound, had to outfight a couple of BC players, uh, drew the foul. 12 seconds to go. Duke's down by a point, steps up, nails both free throws. Ice in his veins, baby. He hit him. And uh, uh, he had a lot of friends and family there because he played high school ball in, in Boston. So um, he's from New York City area, but he had played prep school ball up there. Anyway, so it was a big game for him. And then they came down and made the defensive stop at the other end to win the game. Yeah. So, you know, that was, Mark, was huge. Was Mark, right? It was Mark that hit that, right? The block, or was it Mark? Mark, Mark had the block uh, a little earlier, about 30 seconds to go. It was a huge oh, block, yes. Right, 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 right. Yeah, he, he gave up the drive. He uh, he got switched over on him, and the guy got past him. But then he you know made made up for it with you know, getting the block. And um, there was a couple times there when Duke couldn't get the ball inbounds. We'll talk about that, I guess. But uh, I know that's something they're working on. But anyway, in the end, Filipowski made the play. And then on the other end, it was Whitehead that kind of defended um, – uh, the Boston College guard that was uh, he uh, Whitehead did a good, good job moving his feet and staying in front of him, making him shoot kind of an off balance shot. So uh, that was that was a good good finish for Duke there. Um, before we go any further, I do want to uh, remind everybody about Bet Online and uh, what they have going on right now with uh, with basketball back, NFL playoffs getting started. Bet Online remains your number one source for all your sports betting needs this season. You'll always find the latest odds, team matchup info, player news, and game trends at Bet Online. And as your continued source for all sports wagering information, Bet Online features live betting, free contests, and giveaways all season long. Always the fastest and easiest way to bet your favorite sports and events, whether that's NFL, NBA, NHL, MMA, tennis, boxing, even golf. Head to betonline.ag, betonline.ag to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure you use the promo code BELIEVE. That's B L E A V. To receive your rewards, bet online where the game starts. Um, people can hear it. My voice a little bit. Probably I'm fighting a little little virus here. Not COVID. Not the flu. I'm trying to get through this. So it did keep me from being at Cameron Indoor Stadium on uh, Wednesday night. I was didn't feel like I should be out and around people. I was still fighting this. I'm a little better today, so I'm able to do the podcast. But uh, uh, so I was watching on TV like like a lot of people were that game. Uh, I knew Jeff Capel. Had a good team. His, his best team at Pitt, really, since he's been there this year. And he wanted to come in. Of course, he wanted to get the win. He wanted to stick it to him. I mean, obviously, he's a competitor. Uh, in the first half, they did it. They were on top of that game. It was looking bad. Uh, they were up by 11 and a half time, got it to 12 in the second half. They shot 56% in the first half. Uh, Pitt did. Getting a lot of uh, shots in the lane. Mid-range jumpers falling. Uh it looked really bad, didn't it, Sheldon? And then all of a sudden, something clicked in the defense. Yeah. Before I, I go into the pit game, uh, before you did the the um, ad, yeah, you, you you said Whitehead, and I, I want to go back and uh, make sure I give Whitehead his props. You know yeah. of what he's been doing. Obviously, uh, if you've been listening to the podcast, you said before in the past one where he went home over Christmas break, and his aunt 
ripped into him and yeah. got him going. And yeah. then all of a sudden, you know, he had a couple of games where you see a different type of whitehead. And especially during this game, when uh, Roach wasn't playing at Boston College, uh, they inserted Proctor and uh, they even had our uh, young, you know, in the starting lineup. But Whitehead was clearly aggressive from the start of the game. Uh, he wound up having 18 points. I want to say 13 of those points were in the first half yes. where you can see he was moving with confidence. He had his best, you know, overall game where I saw like, you know, him just kind of jabbing, step back crossover, shooting the shot and feeling comfortable, leaving the, the, the follow through up with the shot. You can see his body length, he was bouncy. And he just looked more confident. And just the way he was moving and cutting to the basket, it was it was great to see him taking that next step. Um, I would love to see, you know, the same 13 points in the first half and the second half. But like you said before, you know, he was playing defense, you know, against a really good guard, you know, and he was moving his feet well and, you know, trying to shut that guy down too, uh, which, you know, made, you know, made some good plays against him as well. Uh, but kind of going to your second point with the, the pit, Yes, Capel was coming in here to to win at the uh, at Duke. And I mean, he had a big win earlier against uh, Virginia, uh, yep. who was a top five, top ten team, and everything. And I see this is my first time actually watching him play, so I see that this is a game that you know he's circling as well as the players. Sure, and you no, know, like you say, he's a competitor. He wants to come out here and win. He wants to actually win on the biggest stage. And the fact that I'm watching the game, we were fighting. Don't get me wrong. We were fighting. Pitt was making unbelievable tough shots. Like they had contested, uh, you know, contested shots, contested twos, uh, scoop shots. They was making, it was getting to the lane and kind of making a, you know, just like unorthodox, you know, layups and things like that. And I'm like, man, that's good defense, but it's a better offense. It was right. tough. But we were still in the game. We were still fighting, still kind of clawing back. I think at one point we got down maybe 11 to 12 points or something like that. And it could have went either way at that game, I mean, at that point in the game. But yet our guys rallied and kept fighting. And obviously, you know, we didn't shoot the ball well. I think we wound up shooting with 20, 22%, I think it was. On, on threes, yeah. 20, on threes, yeah. 36 uh, uh, as, a, as a team for the whole game. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. But this game was kind of like a 90s type basketball game where we was like, you know what, we're going to kill them on the boards. I think we wind up having like 20 more rebounds than 23 them. more. Yeah. Yeah. 20, 20 more rebounds. 51 to 28. Yeah. I, and it's like, uh, I want to say like 20 of those rebounds were offensive rebounds. 23. Like, I just happened. To, I got it. Yeah. 23 <laughs> yeah, like, offensive rebounds. Pitt only had 28 rebounds total. Total. We yeah. had 23 offensive rebounds yeah. and they had 28 total. So even though that the game plan was to, you know, obviously score more points from the field and, you know, hopefully get our three point shot going, we, understood that this was not our night to shoot the ball great we got to find other ways to win and we wind up you know pounding the basketball i'm sorry uh, pounding the boards and getting putbacks especially with you know flip you know doing what he's doing i think he had a uh, what 15 rebounds 28 points you know he was the catalyst of us kind of like you know what we're gonna bang inside we're gonna bang inside and we're gonna make things happen and all of a sudden we start chipping away at that lead that Pitt had and we wound up uh, fighting. And I think that last eight minutes of the Boston College game led into this game where we grew up a lot from NC State. And I think that fighting and then that 
that trusting each other happen. You know, that's a great point, and it's something Shire touched on in the post-game press conference at BC after that win because, again, Duke didn't shoot very well. They had a 14-point lead and let it get away and ended up being behind by a point, you know, and they had to come back and win it. But he said uh, he didn't care about all that. I mean, obviously, they want to work on inbounds passes so they don't, you know, have the turnovers in the last minute. But he said, let's take all that aside. He said, we finished a win on the road in a tough setting against a team that had had already beaten Virginia Tech and, and Notre Dame at home. So, I mean, BC is not going to win the ACC or anything, but they're tough on their home court, and they, they've proven that with some wins. And he said this was a big step forward for our team. Now we'll see how it carries forward. And we saw how it carried. We did see how it carried forward because they they were in a tough spot against Pitt, although they were at home. But still, uh, that's a game that could have gotten away from them very easily. And they, they knuckled down defense and rebounding is what won that game. It wasn't, I mean, obviously the offense did only shot 36%, but they completely stifled Pitt's uh, offense in the second half by switching, uh, doing a lot of switching and stuff. Uh, Derek Lively was, it played very well defensively. Um, that, you know, that was something that I know that they, they, they don't mind switching him off to a guard. And I think, you know, Pitt looks that like, Hey, we want to, we want a guard to be on him. You know, you want a guard to be driving on a big, right? Cause you can get past him, not lively. For all his faults and lack of game on offense, defense, he moves his feet well. He blocks shots well. Right. Um, right. I thought that was a big game for him. No, de- definitely. I mean, we knew that he's going to be a good defender. You know, he's a guy that actually moves his feet really well, despite him. Uh, well, I say despite. It's not a bad thing, him, him being tall. But, you know, even though he's, uh, you know, the tallest guy out there. But, you know, this guy, as much as he gets it on the defensive end, you know, we wish we could get that on the offense again. But we did see a post move, at least I saw a post move <laughs> uh, from him last game against Pitt where he took a, uh, a, a look at the basket, he dribbled, faked, and even did like a little kiss off the glass and everything. I'm like, oh, okay, well, this is the first time I see him do a actual post move outside of just a put-back shot or put-back dunk and things like that. But – hopefully this is something that kind of sparks him and get him going to, you know, the rest of the season. But kind of going back to what you're saying, yes, Boston College was not, you know, quote-unquote, a great team, but they are in the ACC, and every night in the ACC is going to be tough, especially when you're playing on the road. And yeah. I think, you know, we did a really good job of growing up, and that kind of carried over to, you know, that was a game that we could really really, really have lost at home yeah. against Pitt because Pitt is a good team. Yeah, I mean, they are really good. I mean, like like I said before, they beat UVA, who's a top five, top ten team at, at the time. And so, Carolina. In, in Carolina. So, I mean, yeah. like this the, this team was confident because you saw the tough shots that they were making over our defense. Physical. They're a physically strong they're team. Very physical. And Capel had them very well prepared for this game. And, you know, fortunate for us, we were able to scrap and claw and do things that we need to do to get past all the stuff that we couldn't do well on the offensive end, and we wind up, you know, changing the game around for us, especially in the second half. I wrote something. They're they're sometimes they're gritty, not pretty. And that's the way it's going to have to be, I think. Uh, sometimes this year, you know, something and that's okay, man. Grit is okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's a good quote. Gritty, not pretty, but not hey, pretty. <laughs> as long as it goes and <laughs> we win, it doesn't matter how we win. You know, as long as you know the the results is the same, and I think that's the the main thing right now. But uh. You know, we've been spoiled with a lot of past teams where we see us winning in the 
a real pretty fashion uh-huh. type thing where you know Fast a lot break. of hot, yeah, a lot yeah. of highlight dunks and yeah. you know just you know threes uh, from all over the court. You know, it, we've been spoiled with that, but hey, it's like I said, I keep reverting. Uh, back to you know the term of 90s basketball I mean, that's just what it remind me of like you know just in 90s basketball we're just going to grind it out uh pound it out and just kind of you know like you said you're really not pretty yeah <laughs> there you go um speaking of that so this game at clemson coming up um is going to be kind of that way i mean clemson always a a team that kind of mucks around with you right they usually play pretty good defense um it's down there at little john on saturday at five o'clock on ACC network so uh, it's going to be a big highlight in the, in the game. Uh, it's scheduled games that day on a big Saturday. Um, and we didn't know, you know, again, Clemson didn't look like an ACC leading team when the season started, but they've gotten great play from PJ Hall, Hunter Tyson. Um, and uh, they're, they're veterans, you know, sophomores, juniors, in contrast to the Blue Devils, right? But, uh, but um, you know, again, this is another game where we'll see how it, how it carries over for what they did from what Duke did in the second half against Pitt at the end of the BC game. Uh, if they can bring that toughness uh, on the road, because, you know, Clemson's going to have a pretty good crowd there. Um, I mean, they're, they're winning a lot more this year. So there's more interest in their basketball program. Football's way, you know, it's done. It's been done for a while for them. So we won't have to worry about, uh, I remember a couple of years we were down there and they'd played like in the national championship game the night before, and this was Tuesday night. And, you know, the crowd was late arriving. It was, you know, it wasn't a great atmosphere at the end. It was, but it took a while to get going because they were just, you know, they've had the football game the night before, you know? So uh, that's not going to be the case. Uh, this, this game, it's going to be a big, big crowd down there. Um, one thing is, you know, we, we touched on Jeremy Roach being out the last two games. It certainly looks like he's not going to play against Clemson. Uh, John Shire said, we want to be a hundred percent. He's going to tell us when he's a hundred percent and then we'll see if he can go before he gets back and play. And so, um, uh, everything points to him not playing against Clemson. So Tyrese Proctor is now running the point a lot more. And I think, you know, before he was trying to play kind of off of Jeremy, Jeremy ran the point some, Tyrese ran some. Jeremy's out of there now, and Tyrese just, I think, knows like, okay, this is what I have to do. And I think the pit game was one of his better games. Um, what what you think about the, what he's shown uh, in that area? The, the starting uh, sole point guard uh, spot at Boston College. Uh, I'm not sure if he was quite ready for it um, offensively-wise uh, because I think he shot uh, two for nine or two for 11. It wasn't yeah. a great shooting night for him. Yeah. Uh, but coming back into home, you know, obviously you play a lot better at home and he wanted to have 14 points. You can see it was – it was more natural uh, for him. And like you said, it was uh, one of the better games that we saw him play. You know, maybe he just, you know, needed to get outside of, you know, whether his, you know, overthinking it or uh, whatever it is that he needs to have. But because we knew him coming in from Australia that he was going to be a guy that, you know, could play like that. And him kind of figuring things out alongside with another dynamic guard like, you know, Roach. It might have been a little bit uh, tougher learning curve to play with another ball, dominant ball handler like that. But it could be a blessing in disguise that, you know, Roach is not playing right now. Now we might see a bigger step taken from Proctor, um, you know, especially with us being on the road again, uh, going down to South Carolina with, you know, play against Clemson. So I'm looking forward to that. I know uh, a lot of times with 
younger guys, especially with freshmen, especially people who are supposed to be in high school, um, <laughs> you know, um, there's a case of, you know, inconsistency and everything. So I'm hoping that that's not the case, but it, it, it was a great sign to see that he had a good game against a really good team in a hard fight, hard, hard fought, you know, game at, uh, at Duke against Pitt. So hopefully he can kind of carry that over into Clemson, but it's, it, it was great to see him play um, the way he did against Clemson against a very tough physical team. And, we would need more of that offense of, you know, uh, you know, power from him because, you know, sometimes our offense is not, you know, stepping up like we wanted to be. Right. But we'll, we'll hope that that's the case for him uh, coming into um, uh, Clemson as well as everybody else. I mean, hey, I'm not going to say no to nobody else having a, a good offense game. I hope that's the case for, you know, Whitehead, play up everybody. So uh, we'll see about that. But I'm glad I'm, I'm seeing what I'm seeing from uh, uh, Proctor. And hopefully he can take that next step up. Yeah, um, you know, because sometimes in a game against like we talk about Pitt had physical players, you know, Tyrese is a little undersized because he's he's younger, right? So I think he's had to he's had a real adjustment to get used to this style of play. Um, you know, college basketball in America is different than the basketball he played. I mean, it's the same game, but you know what I'm saying? It's a different flow than the international game he played in Australia. Um, so I think he's making these adjustments and you know, it's probably not going to be a straight line. I think, you know, he'll probably have a game or two where he stumbles a little bit, but um, I think uh, he seems like he's he's finding a higher level, and uh, that's a real good sign for Duke uh, that they're going to need uh, as they go forward. Because after Clemson, now they get a week, they don't have a game, a midweek game next week, so that's a little break for them. It's the only time it's that little part in the schedule where you don't have a midweek game. Um, but then it's Miami at home, which is another team that's in the top of the ACC. And then Virginia Tech on the Monday after that on the road, boom, boom. So um, uh, this is a, a key stretch um, for Duke. And, you know, we, I remember at the start of the year, you look at the schedule and you think, okay, they open with, they play Wake, they play BC and Wake and Florida State, and NC State and BC and uh, Pitt and Clemson. Okay, well, that's so and so. You can gather some wins there, right? Those are teams supposed to be at the bottom of the standings. Nope. Other way around. They're the ones that have been doing some winning. Um, so now it's like, okay, well, there's not going to be any breaks this year, you know? Yeah. Until like yeah. maybe Louisville. I don't know. Louisville's not playing very well, but. Um, yeah. I mean, what you thought was going to be easy. Yeah. Yeah. But what you thought was going to be an easy win, um, it's not going to be as easy. I mean, like I said, it's already bad enough because everybody would circle their, their days against Duke anyway. Uh, but the fact that, you know, you think you might have a night where you can kind of maybe you know, relax a little bit, take a little bit, you know, a little bit of a breath. It's like, no, we're going to be in a dogfight, especially, you know, with our offense. We don't know that our consistency with the offense and everything. So it's going to be a dogfight every game. Hopefully uh, we don't have anything like that slipping with our young guys because our young guys are susceptible to maybe taking their foot off the, you know, the pedal a little bit yeah. um, just because they're not knowing, you know, it's going to be a grind every night. But the fact that – um I mean, I said it before, you know, we don't know what's like the number one ranking team. Like, it's always going to somebody that's going to change because the way that the, the teams are just uh, this year where it's going to be unpredictable. Like, it's always going to be uh, number one versus number 24. It's going to be a great game. You know, that type yeah. of thing. So it's, it's, it's the same way in ACC where it's going to be a top team versus maybe a so-called bottom team. And yet you see them playing well. So it's uh, it's it's going to be interesting. It's going to be fun to watch. Hopefully uh, – we become the victors out of these battles and everything, but it's going to be fun to watch. Yeah. And I think Duke is 
obviously from the last time we talked after these last two games, they're in a much better place now to go forward and get some wins maybe than they were actually, you know, coming off the NC state game. So that's a good sign for the blue devils. All right. Well, everybody appreciate you listening to us this week as I try to tough it through here. Um, so thanks for bearing with my voice and my, uh, my uh, illness, whatever this is, I'm hoping to get through it and get down to Clemson on Saturday uh, and cover that big game in the ACC. Uh, the Believe in Duke podcast is sponsored again by Bet Online, BetOnline.ag. Um, appreciate all their support and uh, everybody, everybody. Appreciate you listening, Sheldon. Uh, take care and uh, uh, big game on Saturday. We'll see how it turns out, huh? Go ahead and uh, get better, and we'll see you again uh, next week. Very good. Thanks, everybody. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.